My name is Mimi Bouchard, and I'm a personal development junkie that is here to help you transform your life so that you can truly tap into your ultimate potential. I'm a meditation teacher and a podcaster, and in this podcast, I am raw, I am real, and I share everything I possibly can to make this journey of self-discovery and transformation easier for you. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Today, I have the beautiful May on the show. She's the co-founder of Organifi. You guys know Organifi. It's one of my favorite companies for health and nutrition and supplements. I use them every day, and I'm not just saying it. I really do. So welcome, May, to the podcast. I'm so excited to pick your brain about all the things. Mimi, thank you for having me. It's a total treat to be on here and for believing in the brand. Uh, I so appreciate it for the partnership we built and I'm really grateful to be here today. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I, like I was saying off air, you know, I, I really don't uh, work with like a crazy amount of brands at all. Cause I have such a focus on my meditation app, but when there is a brand that's really aligned, I always try to make a way to, um, or find a way to make it work because I just love promoting great products. And I know a lot of my audience have purchased Organifi and love it too. Um, so I would just love to hear your story as a female entrepreneur. You know, I would love to hear how you got into this space and a bit more about your story. Were you always into health and wellness? How do you resonate with the company and um, what brought you here? Beautiful. Thank you. And, and first, um, Appreciate and I'm grateful for just your audience's authenticity and recognizing um, just the fact of our kind of partnership and how this started. So thank you for uh, presenting that authenticity that um, we get to choose to work together. So happy to pop in and, and talk about the uh, my background. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely coming from um, quite a journey. About ten years working with the the founder um, Drew and uh, Jamel originally. So quite a journey for sure. And it definitely didn't start in the human health space. I grew up in Northern California, 40 acres of organic gardens. And and, uh, my parents were really part of the organic movement. Actually, Um, they worked on the logo and kind of the compliance for USDA organic was actually the uh, CCOF uh, logo and really involved in that um, education of the public around food, food quality. And my life path took me on actually quite a uh, quite a contrast journey. I was in uh, school at Cal Poly studying um, actually big ag and technology application to animal health. And at the time, I was really uh, believing in the future of GMOs, believe it or not, and uh, and believing in the capacity of technology applied to our food system. And I went into the field uh, working at farm level out in actually Colorado at the time and. Uh, I was working in animal health that my kind of mission and what I was serving was uh, really being able to reduce antibiotic use in um, animal health. And so at, at the dairy level, um, farm level, there's a lot of antibiotics used uh, in cows and uh, mainly to reduce uh, incidence of illness. And and um, it was incredible just for me to, it's such a humbling experience for me to recognize a system that was really dysfunctional, you know, uh, and what it allowed me to see so clearly was as animals were eating food, dairy cows were, were eating a diet that was a really high, uh, high acid diet. It was a uh, corn rather than grain or sorry, <laughs> corn and grain rather than uh, natural hay and uh, out on pasture, they ended up having pneumonia and mastitis and all these incidences of illness. And so it was this stark image of you know, when you don't put food in your body that your body's designed to ingest illness occurs, right. And uh, disease occurs. And so what it really gave me was this firsthand um, 
realization uh, that I might be solving the wrong problem, recognizing that human health and human um, consumption was really creating the demand for this type of food system. And so I shifted my focus, uh, left that industry, came to personal training and thought I'm going to work with individuals and really help them with their nutrition to identify, you know, when we start with ourselves, we can make change and identify how do we feed ourselves well to be able to really support animal health <laughs> and create food systems that not only are you know able to be uh, sustainable and regenerative, but really are uh, for the, the the betterment of the planet, honestly. And uh, in that space, in personal training, I met Drew Canoli, who at the time was uh, founding FitLife TV. He was making amazing education around uh, juicing and uh, the power of real food medicine. Um, and it was incredible to be part of that, building a community around that movement. And Organifi, this brand was actually kind of, uh, its origins were, were built in solving the challenge of how tough juicing really was. It took, you know, 30 minutes, you'd clean the juicer, you'd uh, do all the chopping, do all that. And Organifi did an incredible job in presenting a, a really elegant solution. And um, that was really the, the foundation of where the brand started from. Um, and it was beautiful to see that kind of from the beginning. So background on my story definitely didn't start in human health, um, found my way there. And uh, as I said, so much of my growing up was just this relearning of, uh, you know, grew up in an organic farm, organic uh, uh, garden, and really went the polar opposite to get understand the impact of, um, of the food system and really returned here and so on mission with Organifi. Yeah, absolutely. That's incredible. I love that about the brand is that it makes it really easy to get your nutrients in. And a lot of people though would think that um, a powder wouldn't be as good as the fresh thing, but you guys put so much quality product in, in the, in the powders. And I even have my natural, um, my naturopathic doctor and she has very high standards. And I've said this on the show and I showed her Organifi ingredients. I'm like, tell me what you think about this. And she was like, yes, use that. That's really good. So that's, and that's a complete true story. Um, so I'd love to hear how you guys respond to that. If people say, isn't juicing just so much better, but you know, like what's the difference and, and all that jazz. Thank you. Yeah. And just, uh, there's so much, uh, value in the quality standards that we built the brand on. And it definitely, uh, was, was started from back in the day. I don't know if many people remember this, but the clean 15 and the dirty dozen was like a really nice way to look at the quality food in your body and the things that you should prioritize as organic, because those are the foods that are broadly, uh, you know, grown with, with pesticides or herbicides. And so it was a really nice kind of uh, filter for, Hey, if, if you're investing in your health, definitely focus on getting organic, the, the dirty dozen, because those are the ones that use um, uh, pesticides and herbicides the most. So if you haven't heard of it, check that resource down. If you're looking at up leveling the quality of food that comes into your body, uh, but in juicing, you know, we, when we were teaching kind of just this juicing for transformation, really, we really focused on, hey, if you're going to be putting concentrated um, vegetables into your uh, diet, and especially if you're doing a juice fast, as you look at the quality of cellular energy, it does absolutely translate to the quality of the food you put in. So if anything, if you're juice fasting, certainly buy organic produce at this point, you know, you don't want to load up on pesticides and chemicals coming into your body, and especially if you're looking to detox. So you know, in a lot of ways, juicing presented this great opportunity for people to detox their diets, detox their lifestyles, detox their relationship with food in a huge way, just create some separation and space and then reimagine it from that area. So there's so much mindset in the origins of FitLife and Organifi. 
And that translated directly to the physical product we created. The, the green juice powder was our first product. And we really focused on having the USD organic certification. And then, you know, in the industry, there's this still, which is so interesting, there's a stigma around supplements and so much of the like people being duped and being concerned about what's really in that capsule. And one of the truest ways to guarantee that is, of course, third-party testing and the clean label quality standards. So we built the brand on that uh, and, and invested heavily in that, uh, ensuring that everything was USDA organic so that we could know, because we were taking the products too, and we wanted to know, hey, is there really 600 milligrams of ashwagandha in this? Because we're taking it for the benefits, um, the moringa, the chlorella, the spirulina. Is it grown in a way that's going to support the future of food? And will our bodies really receive that? So you know, you asked, uh, how do you kind of translate between real, you know, juicing that you get fresh from a, a juice bar and the, the powder. And we do really believe and, and, you know, anytime I get the opportunity to get a fresh juice, I still do that. So I love a fresh juice. And it's you can, you know, it's the experience of um, almost like the cellular energy is felt right. It's like this buzz you get from live, vital um, nutrients. And it's such a, I think, a beautiful experience. And right second best to that is a, you know, a powdered, all organic, highest quality source um, uh, supplement. So we we do really promote um, being able to incorporate, you know, real food in your diet. And, and it's um, Organifi has made the convenience and everyday thing. And I'm obsessed with um, habit and uh, behavior psychology change and working in personal training industry for a long time back in the day. Um, know that, you know, <laughs> change doesn't have to be hard. It does have to be intentional though. And so much of the design of um, change architecture has to do with uh, how easy you can make it for yourself. And so, you know, if I said, hey, you're gonna revamp your whole diet and you just eat salads for the rest of, you know, 2022, right? Uh, uh, it would be pretty daunting. But if you found ways to make that very simple and convenient, all of a sudden that change becomes doable. So it's so important to look at the practicality of creating change, make it approachable, mm -hmm. make it enjoyable, right? I want to keep touching on this because this is so important, changing habits. I recently read Atomic Habits by James oh, Clear. Love so that book. So good. Such a good book. And this is everything you're saying right now. To change your habits, you need to make it easy. You need to make it fun. You need to make it rewarding. So, you know, adding in, and this is something I've noticed. I've been through a huge health and wellness journey, as I'm sure you have as well. Um, adding in healthy foods is so much easier than cutting out, uh, cutting out unhealthy foods. So just leaving less room for them by just swapping it out. So I couldn't agree more. I'd love to hear more of what you think on habits and how you would uh, advise someone that wants to change their habits, whether it's health, fitness, uh, relationships, or business, or whatever it is. How you know there are obviously habits that we need to have to get to where we want to be. What are some of your tips? Obviously, we just said make it easy, make it fun. But do you have any other specific tips on this? Because coming from a an ex personal trainer too, you know, I think that's that's big. <laughs> Consistent. So much of it. Is, <laughs> thank you. So much of it is mindset, and I um, absolutely. If you haven't read the book and you're interested in making habit change, Atomic Habits by James Clear is incredible. He's got a great newsletter too. Shameless, shameless plug for the guy. He's a, an amazing um, scientist in so many ways. But what we, what we kind of were founded on in FitLife TV, this community of juicing, um, juicing for transformation folks was so much in coaching change. And what we realized to your point, Mimi, and you're totally right, is 
if you're able to design change as this, um, what you're adding in, what you're giving to your body, what you're doing for your health, rather than what you're taking away, the energetic experience um, and like, you know, energy fields, all that has actually so much to do with our perception of change being approachable, change being enjoyable and possible, really. So it's so critical as, as we look at the change you want to make in what ways can we frame that as how we're adding to our lifestyle? What are we adding in instead of creating a, um, a gap in maybe the day, right? Um, if you're cutting out a certain type of food, what instead are you replacing it with? And that can be the focus. So, you know, it's, uh, it's an empower, it's a, it's an incredibly powerful exercise to look at the change you want to make and identify the positive framing of it to encourage motivation and encourage the perception of progress. And this is, I think, the second area you asked, like, what are your tips? One, positively frame it. Two, look at the frame in which you identify progress for, and this being probably the most important thing. So um, my CFO, Andy, will, will say, you know, joy equals progress. Well, it's so important. <laughs> it's so important. I believe that. It's so important to recognize where are you seeing progress? We used to we used to run this um, this concept of 1% better. And it was just an exercise to get people retuned to recognizing action in change, recognizing the ways that they are acting in a new way and creating results. Because so much of us, so much of the goals we have in life will probably take a minute, right? Whether it's weight loss, whether it's a changed mindset, whether it's a new relationship, um, whatever that may be, it's going to take a little bit of time. So what's critical is, building in these milestones that are ideally daily. Hey, what did I do 1% better today? Well, I drank a little bit more water than I did yesterday. I had, you know, three, three big bottles instead of two or even one and a half more, right? That allow us to build this momentum. You know, the idea that we, uh, you know, motivation is such like the limiting resource to seeing um, and sticking to a plan, right? seeing change. And that motivation really comes from the perception of progress. So what's hopefully beautifully empowering is that it's in our control and it's our mm -hmm. ability to see progress, right? You're 100% responsible for your life. That's what they say. And that that principle changed my life, understanding that we are all 100% responsible for our lives. It was a chapter in a book that I read when I was kind of starting my personal development journey when I was 18. And it was the book, uh, The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. It's kind of like the Bible of personal yes. development for starters. And it <laughs> really opened my eyes to uh, that potential, that I wasn't a victim, that because I wasn't born into a super wealthy family, I couldn't have wealth myself because um, I didn't know anybody in London where I wanted to move. I wouldn't make it, like all these things. And the moment that I took responsibility for the outcome was the moment that opportunities actually started happening and coming forward because you get to see them because you're not a victim. I know you're into this work and I want to talk about it. I want to talk about, you just mentioned energy before and I want to bring it back there because we're talking the same language and all the listeners are too. You're a successful female entrepreneur that's healthy and loving life. Like how do you harness your energy or how, like what kind of energy work do you do to exude abundance, happiness, health, whatever it is? I want to hear all about your tips on this because of course, you know, I love that through meditation, but I'm wondering if people, you know, like you can, can harness that in different ways, like any practices that you do and, and how, like maybe your story about how you adjusted your energy to then get what you want in life. Oof. 
such a good question. Thing kind of loaded. Um, I and I yeah, I'd love to talk to you. This is a favorite subject. I firmly believe, and and just to close out the the tips on making change, what you resist persists, and energetically, right? So and focusing on what you want in the world and what you see possible for yourself even and focusing on that, whether it's through daily meditation as as I was checking out your app too and absolutely love it. Um, just the broad expanse of work that you're doing and making possible. So audience is lucky. And with that said, my journey through kind of balancing my energy has, has been um, quite an adventure. I've been in the CEO seat for about a year and have worn every imagine before this in the company in the last 10 years with uh, Fitler and so much of my early career momentum was absolutely supported by um, in reflection what I'm so grateful for is this really powerful ability to reframe and to really look at uh, the good in a situation so I kept my own personal momentum that was so powerful in the earlier days. And what, I've, what I'm really learning, and I'll say learning, I haven't learned, what I'm learning right now is where the, where the balance of being able to process uh, emotional energy, being able to process uh, and being able to look at and hold space for and be with negative emotions. When things don't go well, how am I able to sit with it and process it and let it go, right? So much of my processing outlet has been physical. So I'll go play pickleball, I'll go for a hike, um, very even like walking meditations. I'm like, I love that you have that there because sitting, I'm not much of a sitting person, <laughs> sometimes challenging to quiet my mind and slow down. And it's honestly so good for me, knowing that it's challenging is probably exactly what I need. That said, currently, what I've learned and kind of coming from this place of reframing and, and focusing on momentum and forward action there was this space between that really had me accept and, and really tune into what do I need right now and what is going to best support my energy. And there was this like pretty intense chapter of, I think, grace, I would say, and like self, self-awareness, self-acceptance. And um, there's a couple of books I'll recommend, but uh, a really important chapter that um, has come into so much use this year and really uh, played out in a big way. But that chapter focused on um, and was demonstrated by my letting go of the uh, what I what I thought was required to stay healthy and be fit. And it was really changing my workout routine. And it was checking in and saying, right now, today, what do I need? Right. And maybe it was a walk instead of the workout I had planned. Maybe it was a guided meditation instead of um, the hike that I was going to do with three friends. It was really being able to check in and be okay with what was true for me. And that took a ton of, again, grace and kind of self-acceptance through that. So there's two chapters, right? A lot, a lot of reframing almost to like a toxic level, learning through that, uh, a bit of kind of pausing and um, self-awareness. And then the chapter I'm in right now and the learning that I'm experiencing is in what way do I get to process any emotions that are coming up and any feelings while still taking kind of what was so good about that reframing self and applying. So um, it really feels like harmonizing or balancing. And so my morning routine, I'll be very transparent, is very dynamic, very dynamic these days. <laughs> um, and and I, I'd love to say like, Oh, there's actually parts of it that are that are very concrete, and it's a uh, miso with my husband. So in the morning, no matter what what time either of us start the day, we always get up together, and we'll do um, you know feed the pets, cat and the dog. We'll do miso, 
miso soup with some arugula. And um, I normally make breakfast. My husband makes uh, coffee. And then we always have a moment. So that's like just a really key part of our relationship. Wait, I want to talk um, about this miso soup in, in the morning. Is this like, are there health benefits to this? I'm, I love miso soup. I've never had it in the morning. So it's actually a great remineralizing um, habit. So it's uh, because there's so many minerals and and definitely healthy sea salts in uh, miso. It's a really nice thing that we operate for our morning coffee. Uh, and uh, it's a beautiful way to kind of reset mineral levels when you wake up. Um, as we are energetic beings, uh, we run on electrical currents and vibrations, so, right? Even our hearts, right? Uh, everything is electrical. And so that depends on um, our mineral levels. And so, so important as my husband and I love coffee and he actually roasts his own coffee. He's an incredible human being. In doing that, we know that um, we just love to balance it. And so, our routine always looks like that. We always ask each other, what are you looking forward to in the day? So what are you looking forward to today? What are you excited about? It helps us tune our you know, mental awareness. Um, so a really, really important part of our morning. And then typically um, he'll leave for work. I work from home right now. And then I normally do some format of energy work. So I'll do either a sitting meditation or a walking meditation. Um, I'll read something, um, a passage or a book, right? Something to bring energy in and, uh, Lately, I've been doing an energy shielding exercise, which is really, really supportive. So that's kind of my morning routine before jumping in and connecting with the team at our 9 a.m. standing huddle. I love it. Do you have a night routine or throughout the day if maybe you're overwhelmed? Because obviously running a company and you're running a huge company. I'm, I think I've read that Organifi is worth like 100 million at this point or something crazy. <laughs> it's it's growing. Yeah. It's, it's growing more now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's more. So you're running a huge company. How else do you keep yourself on track? Because, you know, that's something I struggle with as a business owner. It's like, there's so many things pulling you in different directions, especially growing the team. I don't have 70 employees, but I work with a, a gr- big group of people at this point. So how do you manage that yeah. throughout the day and at night, like kind of to wind down? Yeah. And to start the day, um, my, my team is incredible and, and supports me filling out this, um, this intention for the day. So I, I, um, complete this nice, um, <laughs> this wonderful form that actually designed for me to make sure I'm, I'm focused on the right things. And it helps me, uh, really assess the day before I actually jump into my calendar. Um, so that's a really great way for then my team to know how to support me. What's, what's my number one priority, what, you know, must happen and how even they ask how they can support me midday. Um, my EA Carissa, who's incredible, will send me a reminder with that, that list. So in as much, in as many ways as you, as anybody can, just having that intention before the day really arrives for you. It's so nice to plan on what you want to create in the world. So that's a really important part of my day. And anyone can do this. Um, before I was CEO, I did this. <laughs> so you can put it on a notepad or whatever, a sticky note. Um, and then importantly, set a reminder. So again, I've built in systems to help me kind of stay sane throughout the day, but importantly, and as we look at like lifestyle architecture, what is the, maybe it's a reminder on your phone, right? Leverage the technology we have. It's the reminder to say, Hey, this was your intention for the day. Uh, there's some really cool apps like commit to three is a really great app for this, where you can set up a commitment just with another person and it'll check in with the top three things you said you'd do, you know, what, what are you committed to oh, for the day? So it's called commit to three. Yeah. I think it's called commit three. Okay. I'm, I'm going to get that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, 
project is a nice radical accountability tool, but it really helps, again, as you talk about progress and momentum, um, there's such an inherent human uh, need or tendency to want to feel progress and impact, right? So that's a really nice tool. Throughout the day, I always do a check-in at the end of the day with my team uh, to close out the day. And it's a really nice, even as I'm working from home and time is whatever we make it, which is terrifying also. It's all, um, this is a massive exercise in personal sovereignty uh, to really set your own boundaries. And so I check in with my team at the end of the day. And um, and then my evening routine, when my uh, husband, Stephen, comes home, we take the dog out for a walk. And every single day we recap our day. And it's such a energetic check-in because if I'm emotional about the day, I should probably sit down and do a little meditation or maybe move my body, get a work through whatever is still holding on to me before we really close out for the evening. And so that's a really nice recount. And I could catch up with him energetically too. So I understand I can feel if he's had a tough day. Um, it's just a nice meeting point that's outside the house too. We come back um, together and uh, get dinner started. And um, and normally we'll just get to eat dinner and relax. Of course, have um, uh, Organify gold before we go to bed. It's like our favorite evening routine, just to start that that ritualistic way to look at prepping your body for restful sleep. And so we do that maybe maybe twenty minutes before we go to bed, and uh, and it's just a really nice way to close out the evening. So do you have so everyone listening? Um, Organify gold is this delicious chocolate drink. It's like hot chocolate, but it has like turmeric and all the good stuff in it. So do you have it just with hot water, or do you like warm up like almond milk or something? So it, it depends. Oftentimes we'll add a little bit of almond milk or oat milk in there. It kind of feels like a treat whenever we do that though. Yeah. So yeah, gold chocolate, one of the seasonal like favorites of mine, it's basically a hot chocolate, but it's got lemon balm, turmeric, um, reishi, just incredible ingredients um, and clinically studied ingredients to support rest and relaxation. So no, it won't put you to sleep, but it really preps your body. And, and I think what I want to really emphasize here is the value and the universally ex- uh, approachable or accessible format for just creating an evening routine and an evening ritual. And, you know, they say like, oh, create a wind down routine, turn off electronics, you know, X amount of minutes before you go to bed. But it is, I mean, we're such habitual creatures as humans. It's so supportive to design, you know, consistent uh, time to bed, consistent time to get up, um, even consistent temperature in your room. There's all these, you know, things that you can do, but um, there's two notes in my morning and, and evening routine that uh, have additional benefit. And anyone who's a fan of uh, Dr. Huberman, right, talking about neuroscience these days and really uh, demystifying it, he does a great job in explaining the benefit of light exposure. So in the morning, when, we, when I take the dog out, we go for a walk. And then in the evening, when we do that at all, it's a really nice circadian rhythm reset. Um, so when we talk about evening routine, there is a very like clear intention for it. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I love that. It's so true you know, not checking my phone right before bed, you know, it it really helps with my sleep and it's because of that circadian rhythm. So you're so right. So May, I would love to know what are your top products, like your top three products from Organifi that a listener right now may be thinking, okay, I'm going to try out Organifi. I've heard Mimi ramble about it for ages. And now I've heard May's story and it's inspired me and I'm going to go try some of their products. What are the top three that you'd recommend people try for the first time? I love and that. why? Well, yeah, <laughs> perfect. And I'll, I'll even give you a little a little blend of them because my my top two right now are green juice and Harmony. And Harmony is our hormone balancing product for women. It's just an incredibly powerful uh, recipe formula. Um, you know, something that makes 
Organifi special is that we have a clinical or a research um, ingredient amount in each product. So for the benefits that we speak to, highly researched. Um, and of course, that third-party testing, USD Organic is like our bread and butter. The main thing is we're here to make wellness easy. We're here to make it like enjoyable, delicious, delightful. And so Harmony also tastes like a hot chocolate, which is unreal. I It's made to be enjoyed hot, um, but I really, really enjoy it in uh, mixed with my green juice. So it's almost like this peppermint patty in the morning. I just mix it up in a little blender bottle, but it's this um, like chocolate peppermint patty and, you know, love the stress reducing, uh, cortisol reducing uh, ashwagandha in our green juice. So 600 milligrams of KSM ashwagandha clinically proven incredible for reducing stressors in a day. I love having that right after my coffee. So I'll do a mix of the green juice and harmony, which is just delightful. It's a really nice full, a full scoop of each. Yeah. Yeah, I need to try this. I would never have thought, but yes. It's very good. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how much we don't really present it, I guess, to our audience very frequently or our community very frequently, but so many of the products are great mixed, like pure and immunity is a delicious blend. So my, my second, my second, uh, that's my first combo that I love. And my second combo is pure and red juice for pre-workout. So I just came from pickleball, as I was mentioning, and, um, red juice has an incredible dose of, um, cordyceps, um, Penex ginseng and a really, really powerful amount of beets. So it's a really great way to get natural energy. Um, it's a, oftentimes our, our community uses it as a, um, as a uh, alternative for a second cup of coffee in the afternoon or a pre-workout. So I absolutely love the circulation improving benefit from that. And then I add pure to it, which is a really amazing hydration and mental, um, focusing, uh, support. And that one tastes like lemon. It's got this really tart taste to it. So red's kind of berries, uh, pure is lemony and the two together is just a dream. So I do that pre-workout and kind of during my, uh, my workout session, whatever that may be during the day. So I did a little bit more than you asked for, but there's four there. That's amazing. <laughs> I love it. And I also love the vanilla protein powder. Cause I have that in my smoothies all the time. Yes, that is such a, um, it took us quite a while to, to formulate the protein and it's, you know, tough to make a not gritty, really well blending plant-based, um, protein powder. So yeah, I'm really proud of that formulation, the protein, uh, whether it's chocolate or vanilla, my husband and I actually make pudding out of it. So we just do a little bit of almond milk and you mix it up in a bowl and it becomes this like really good pudding, you put on rice cakes or whatever you want. Oh. Very, very make pancakes with it too. Oh my gosh. I love this. I need to go try like that. Like integrating our lifestyle. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Well, thank Very you enjoyable. so much for all that. Everyone listening, you can use my code Mimi. If you want to try any of the Organifi products at 20% off, you can go to Organifi.com slash Mimi and Organifi is spelled with an I at the end. So O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash Mimi. And you guys can check out all my favorite products there. And where can everyone find you may and follow Organifi on socials to stay up to date? Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Social Instagram is, is perfect. Um, and of course, following us on Instagram is awesome. I'm often on those stories and really appreciated uh, you making the space and time to have this conversation. I so enjoyed it. Um, anytime when I geek out on habits and um, all that yeah. jazz, check out the books that we mentioned today and uh, thanks for the time. Yeah. Thank you so much.